Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hey, 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 welcome back to the show. I'm excited that you are tuning in this week. And I really believe that this is a word for someone. As I was praying and preparing for this week's episode, the Lord just dropped a word on the inside of me that I'm going to share at the end of this episode. So make sure that you listen all the way through and that may just be for you. That word may be for you because I just really felt, again, so impressed upon my heart to share that on this week's episode. And so I'm going to be obedient to that and believe that whoever needs to hear and receive that encouraging word from the Lord that they will hear it and that they will receive it and that they will get back up on their feet and they will run with that. Amen. This and next week's episode are the final two in a series I started a few weeks ago on things to expect when you step out to follow the Lord. Perhaps it's something new that he's doing in your life, or even you are deciding to go all in with your faith. And there's just a few things that you might be facing, things that are common to every single one of us, things such as the opinions of others, being misunderstood, feeling unsupported, lacking encouragement, facing fears and doubts. And this week, I want to talk about becoming a woman who doesn't quit. I think it's wise to understand there's a difference between quitting and being obedient to the new thing that God is doing in your life, which has led you to maybe step away from something that you were once doing. In other words, like a season has ended and the Lord is, you know that you know that you know he has spoken to you, he's confirmed it to you, that that season um, that you were maybe involved with or that thing that you were doing, that role that you were filling has come to an end and he is taking you into something else. There's a difference between quitting and being obedient to the new thing that God is doing in your life. Human nature attaches someone who is transitioning from something as something bad has happened. It's kind of human nature. You know, when when we see or we hear of someone that is maybe leaving something and embarking upon something different, it's kind of human nature to attach that that something bad has happened, that there's really a hidden motive that maybe they're not being upfront about, that they're not maybe making public, that is really kind of influencing their decision to leave that particular role or that that company or that relationship or whatever the situation is. In other words, there's some kind of drama, there's tea to be spilled, there's an offense, there's friction in the fold, and just, you know, kind of things of that nature. I like to instead use the word going. Instead of leaving, to use the word going. Going to the new thing God is doing. Going to the new purposeful and divinely designed assignment created by the Lord. 
I think that, so if we can really differentiate between those two, you know, am I, am I feeling tempted to quit or is the Lord calling me out of this particular season and he's leading me into something new? That's the first place to start. But in this week's episode, again, we're talking about becoming a woman who doesn't quit. So that's what we're going to hone in on and and focus on in this week's episode. If it's the temptation to quit, it's important to ask yourself why. That part of identifying the why behind your thoughts and feelings to quit is key. Are you simply tired because you've been in a busy season? Do you have a lack of support around you? Has someone been critical of you? Are you offended by someone? Did something turn out in a way that you didn't expect? Are you frustrated somehow? There's a reason behind your temptation to quit. That feeling to quit is actually a secondary feeling to an underlying issue. In other words, if you go back to the examples that I just shared, Those are really what is fueling our temptation to quit most often. So when you think about, are you simply tired because you've been in a busy season? Maybe your temptation to quit should be reframed and maybe you need to just take a break. Maybe you need a vacation. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to step away from your phone, to step away from something something in your life. Maybe you need to put in for a vacation. Maybe you need to take an extended an extended uh, weekend. Maybe maybe you need to go for go for a walk. Maybe you need to establish different kinds of boundaries in your life. Maybe you need to go to bed earlier. Maybe you need to develop a healthier lifestyle maybe just maybe changing some of some of your daily your daily habits maybe it's a routine in your life that needs to be adjusted so i want to reinforce what we're communicating here what we're understanding here that the feeling to quit is a secondary feeling to an underlying issue every person will face the thoughts of quitting Do you know, I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, do you know how many times I've wanted to quit over the 20 plus years of active ministry? I mean, how long do you have? I could do like a whole, like (laughs) a whole series on the number of times I have wanted to quit over the 20 plus years of being in ministry. And if I were honest, There have been times I have actually chose to quit because of some of the things I mentioned a few minutes ago. There's a reason I could offer those reasons because I've lived every single one of those. And if I'm going to be honest, I have chosen to quit because of many of those because I was tired. I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to quit because I'm tired, because I'm exhausted. I've chosen to to quit because I felt unsupported. I lacked encouragement. I was being misunderstood and I was such a people pleaser that I wanted everybody to like me. And when people expressed their lack of support or expressed their criticism of me and their lack of understanding me and, and what I was doing, I, you know, I framed that through criticism 
criticism and um, they were disapproving of, of my choices and my decision to follow the Lord. And so I just wanted to quit because I was having to face, I was having to face people not approving of my decision. Over, over the last uh, several years, I've chosen to quit because I was offended by someone. Someone didn't approve or didn't like my idea or didn't accept my idea or my my idea wasn't wasn't the one that was chosen and I got offended. Well, I mean, that is so... That is so petty and it's so immature. And so again, you can see that that the temptation to quit is a secondary feeling to an underlying issue. What I've learned is that when I allow the hard places in life and faith to have its purpose, I've grown every single time. And why is that? It's because our God wastes nothing. That that is part of what is referred to as refinement. And refinement, it never feels good. It never makes us feel warm and fuzzy. Refinement is not comfortable. It makes us feel like there's just like a squeezing that goes on on the inside of us. It's uncomfortable. It's kind of forcing us to have to face things that we don't necessarily want to face because it's hard and it's challenging and it makes us it just again it just makes us feel uncomfortable and so the the default reaction to that is we want to quit refinement then we just want to bail on it because it's hard and we don't want to have to go through that and so it's just easier to quit well i want to encourage you to allow the process of refinement to have to have its way to have its purpose to have its perfect will god's will in your life through the process of refinement you know several years ago i gosh i can't even remember where i heard it but so many years ago i heard the story of of a silversmith and it's actually like a true story that when they are purging the impurities and the dross from from silver, it's really quite a process. And you can apply that to to the process of refinement in our in our lives and in our faith. The silversmith, when they're going through the process of of just purging and removing the impurities and the dross from the silver, the silversmith will sit over a pot where the silver is poured into and the flame, like the heat is turned up really high. It's like incredibly high. And the silversmith sits over that pot. It's, you know, probably like a large drum of some kind. It's not like a pot that probably we think of sitting over our stove, but you kind of get the idea. But the silversmith knows exactly what temperature to keep the drum or the pot at. And he understands that if it's turned up too high, it will destroy the silver that's in the pot. But if it's if it's turned down too low, it won't um, it won't produce the results that the silversmith is knowing that the outcome that he's looking for, it won't produce those types of results. And so there's a key heating there that needs to be that needs to be turned up and only he knows what that is. And so the heat is turned on and he sits over that pot the entire time. He doesn't walk away, but he watches it and he's 
because because he's watching for the results to be to be produced and at the exact time he removes that silver and he turns the heat off and it's also interesting to note that the the way that the silversmith knows when the end result has been produced don't miss this it's when he can look over the pot and he can see his reflection in the liquid of of the silver that is being that is being purified isn't that powerful now apply that to your faith apply that to refinement in your life there is this place of understanding refinement in our lives that you know what god is at work in our lives and he is watching over us and he knows exactly the amount of quote unquote heat that is needed in our lives, the perfect work of refinement that he doesn't want to destroy us, that it's not meant to destroy us. It's not meant to take us out of the out of the race of faith. It's not meant to take us out in life. No, no, no. It is meant to produce something really beautiful on the inside of us. And he is watching over us, just like the silversmith sitting over that over that that pot and he knows exactly when the the process has reached its completion by looking over it and he can see his reflection in it because of the impurities and the dross that has been removed listen the lord knows what he's doing in your life he will allow the process of refinement to have its perfect work in your life and so it just really reinforces the the understanding that it's important that we don't just bail that we don't bail when things get hard, that we don't just quit, that we don't just throw up our hands, we don't just throw in the towel and say, this is hard, that this is really hard and I don't understand why God is allowing this in my life and so I'm just gonna walk away, I'm gonna give up on God, I'm gonna give up on my faith, I'm gonna give up on the promises of God, I'm gonna give up on on hope for the future, I'm gonna give up on that there could be a hopeful outcome here and that God could turn this situation around. I mean, man, what is God doing in our lives? And if we can really lean into that, man, there is something really powerful that can be further developed in our lives. Like our roots, if we really lean into the process of refinement and lean into the hard times, the challenge, the difficulty, the the maybe the pain that is in our lives, you know what? Every single storm runs out of rain. Every single storm runs out of rain. And there is something that is being further developed and produced on the inside of you if you are in a difficult season. You know, they say that if you are not in a difficult season right now, you've either just come out of one and you're rejoicing or you know what? You will probably be going through one in another time in your life because no one gets through life escaping challenges. No one does. I don't escape them and you don't. But you know what? Our God is faithful and he is he is the refiner sitting over the refiner's 
fire in our lives and he knows exactly what he is doing. He has not left you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And if we can really lean into and trust him and allow our roots to grow really deep and be firmly established and rooted in him, man, there is just no telling what God can produce on the inside of us when we choose to become women who don't quit when it gets hard, when the fire gets turned up. Amen. The definition of perseverance is a continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. It's the action or instance of persevering. And I love that another word for perseverance is steadfastness. Oh man, I love that. And all throughout the Bible, we can find biblical support, scripture, scriptural truth to support the importance of persevering and a steadfastness of faith. Here's the thing, ladies. Quitting is easy. Perseverance is hard but man, it is so worth it. Every day the world tells us to follow our feelings. We've never been a people so in tune to our feelings. It's all about our feelings nowadays. The problem with that is our feelings, they can't always be trusted, can they? They can change throughout the day. I mean, think about it. You can wake up feeling one way and then by noon, you're feeling a different way. And then a couple hours later, you're feeling something something else. I mean, <laughs> feelings come and go. And oftentimes our feelings are are influenced by, you know, just day-to-day -day types of things, the, the types of conversations that we're having or the difficulties at our workplace, a difficulty with a coworker or a difficulty with with our spouse or our kids or something happening in our lives. Man, feelings come and go. You can acknowledge your feelings. Yes, I do believe that there is a place of acknowledging our feelings, but you know what? We should be women who don't allow them to be the driving force in our lives. We can choose to be women who live beyond our feelings, to live beyond our feelings. You can do hard things. You can get back up and move forward in your faith. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 puts it this way. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This verse tells us that we don't have to merely rely upon ourselves to hope that we make it. In other words, like, I'm going to, I hope that I make it. You know what? If I'm, I'm just going to be dragging across uh, myself across the finish line. No, no, no. <laughs> we don't have to merely rely upon ourselves and just hope that we make it. We have been given the strength to overcome and do the hard things in life and in our faith. And often the choice to keep keeping on doesn't come naturally. It is something we learn and grow in. And that growth comes through the refinement that difficulties bring. This type of growth, this type of growth, this type of development, being a woman who doesn't quit, it's not learned on the mountaintop of life. It's learned in the difficulties. It's learned in the valley. It's learned in the going through things, right? And so it reinforces the truth that we can be women. We can choose to be women 
who grow through the things that we go through. Amen. Let's be women who choose today, who draw a hard line in the sand and say, you know what? I'm going to choose today to be a woman that grows through the things that I am going through because I know that God is at work in me. I might not see it. I might not understand it, but I'm going to choose to be a woman who trusts God, that he is for me, that he is not against me, and that he is at work in my life. And one day I'm going to be able to look back and I'm going to be able to say, you know what? That was really hard. That really stretched my faith. But you know what? It caused my faith to go deep. It caused my roots to go deep. It created a new level of courageous faith on the inside of me. It allowed me to lean in closer to the Lord. It really increased my prayer life. It forced me to get into the Bible more. Man, the things that God can do and can produce on the inside of us It's just limitless. It is just limitless if we choose to become women who don't quit when it gets hard. So I want to leave you with a few tips to help spur you on and champion you forward in the hard. When when life gets hard, when faith feels hard, when your faith feels stretched. Number one, circle back to the start of this episode. Be willing to get honest, not only with yourself, but with the Lord to identify why you want to quit. Remembering that the temptation to quit is a secondary feeling to an underlying issue. Be willing to get honest with yourself and with the Lord. Why do you want to quit? Are you tired? Are you offended? Are you frustrated? Number two, lean into refinement. Remember the story of the silversmith. What is being produced within you? It is worth it. I know it's hard. I know it's stretching your faith. I know that it's creating a lot of difficulties maybe on the inside of you. It's costing you a lot probably, but you know what? That will end. That season will end and it will be so worth it. Number three, choose to keep going despite how you feel. Bring your feelings to the Lord. You don't have to hide those feelings from God. You can bring those feelings in honesty and have a raw conversation with the Lord. He has given us this incredible gateway to have access to him through the power of prayer. And you know what? Prayer is a weapon. Man, go back to the Armor of God series that I did really not all that long ago. And I ended that series with an episode as prayer is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. You don't have to ignore your feelings. You don't have to be embarrassed or ashamed uh, of your feelings. Instead, you know what? Don't just sit in them. Be a woman who chooses, you know what? I'm going to go to the Lord and I'm going to be honest about how I'm feeling. Be honest if you realize and and, and you're willing to, to get honest and say, you know what? That person offended me and that's why I want to quit. That's why I want to I wanna bail on my life group. That's why I want to quit that organization that I was once so excited to be a part of and volunteer and give my time for. They offended me and I just want to quit. 
be honest with that and allow the Lord to help you process through that. Maybe he needs to help you establish boundaries in your life. And remember, boundaries aren't about, aren't about the people in your life. Boundaries are about you and what you need to to maintain health and well-being in your life that is going to help you to be able to show up in the ways that you know God wants you to show up in the different areas of your life. Number four, know your why. Know your why. It will help keep you grounded. In other words, what did God say to you in the beginning? In the beginning, if you go back in the beginning, when you were so excited, when you were so excited for that particular opportunity, when you knew that maybe when that maybe God had opened up that door, when God had answered prayer, when God brought you into this particular season and, and you were so excited, it was actually an answer to prayer and you were excited. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? What did God say in the beginning? before maybe it got hard, before you in, encountered some, some difficulties and some challenges and you now want to quit. Go back. What did God say to you in the beginning? If you know your why, if you know your why, it will keep you grounded when there's difficulties and when there's challenges. Oh, this is what God said. This is what God said. And you know what? I know if I'm honest, because I've spent time with the Lord, I know that he's not ending this season, that rather I want to quit because of, and then whatever, whatever the reason is, because remember quitting is a secondary feeling to an underlying issue. So know your why, know your why, because it will keep you grounded. It'll keep you anchored. You'll be able to circle back and say, this is what God said. And so even though this is hard, even though this is challenging, I'm going to lean into the Lord and see what is this challenge? What is this challenge producing on the inside of me? How is this refining me? Number five, there are two verses that I want to leave you with. One is in Romans chapter five, verses three through five. We glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who, who was given to us. You know what? Challenges and seasons of refinement help shape our character. And what is being produced in you during this season will help you in the next season of your life and faith, not to mention who will be encouraged and spurred on in their season of challenge by your testimony of perseverance. Because you know what? You've heard me say it countless times. If you have been here in this corner of the internet for any length of time, you've read my, my books, you've been a part of She Rises, you've maybe even been in conversation with me, you have heard me say it. What the Lord does in you, he wants to do through you. So who is on the other side of you persevering? Who is on the other side of you pushing through? Who is on the other side of you becoming a woman who doesn't quit. You see, it's not just about you. It's about who God is going to reach through you on the other side of that difficulty. James chapter one, verses two through six. My brethren, 
Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. I want to go back to verse 4. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. It's important to understand that what James is communicating here is that you are not going to be perfect. I am not going to be perfect. We need to understand what he's saying here. Nobody is is perfect. Nobody is going to reach perfection. Perfection was never meant to be the goal. Progress is the goal. God never has called us or expected us to be perfect people. When you look at that word that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, what what that is meaning is that there will be a maturing in your faith. So a perfecting of your faith, whenever you read that in the Bible, what that means is a maturing of your faith. Okay, so we want to be people who are maturing in our faith, that we are not going to be people who are only content and satisfied in just drinking the milk of the word, like we always need to be bottle fed the word, but that we are growing and maturing in our faith and that we can read and and plummet the depths of the word of God. So that's what that means, a perfecting of your faith. That's a maturing, growing up in your faith. Again, let's be women who look beyond the challenge to what it is producing in our lives. And in other words, how are we growing? How is my prayer life changing? How is this drawing me nearer to Jesus? How is my trust in God growing? Verse 5 tells us to ask the Lord for wisdom. Again, be willing to get honest with the Lord and ask him to show you what is really behind your temptation to quit and what he wants to help you with in this season. And he will show you. He will show you if you if you are willing to get honest with him, if you're willing to have an honest conversation with him and you're and you're kind of willing to take the mask off, be willing to get honest with yourself and to get honest with him. Allow him to speak into the hard. Allow him to speak into the challenge. Allow him to show you the the underlying issue to the secondary temptation to quit, the secondary feeling uh, of wanting to quit. Allow him through the power of his Holy Spirit to, to show you what the underlying issue is and whatever it is, be willing to go through the process of allowing him to help you through whatever it is that he's showing you because you can do hard things. You can be a woman who doesn't quit. All right. This is, this is really what I felt impressed upon my heart. For someone listening today, and I I just really want you to know that the Lord sees you 
that he hears you, that he knows what you're going through, and it is not lost on him how difficult it is, how challenging it is, how much stretching of your faith it is producing, and that he's not disappointed in you. I just really felt like the Lord wanted you to know that he's not disappointed in you. And some of you, I really believe you are in a moment of decision right now. Can I just really, again, I know that it's redundant. I've said it a few times in this episode, but it just really is so deeply impressed upon my heart. Get with the Lord and allow him to minister to your heart. Get with the Lord, be honest with him and allow him to minister to your heart, to the places of your heart that feels tired, the places of your heart that feels weary, the places of your heart that is disappointed or that feels hurt or wounded. Allow him to minister to the places that you are just feeling like you want to quit. The, the places where you feel irritated and frustrated that allow him to minister to the places where you feel disillusioned, where you feel hopeless and discouraged. Underneath the heart, I believe that there's perseverance on the inside of you. I believe that. I believe that. Again, the the feeling, the temptation to quit is a, is a secondary feeling to an underlying issue. And so I know that sometimes I know that, I, man, I get it. I so understand because I have been there more times than I care to count. Underneath all of that temptation, underneath all of the discouragement, underneath all of the disillusionment, underneath all of the, the disappointment, underneath all of the challenges and the difficulty and the hard of refinement, underneath all of that, there is perseverance on the inside of you. There's perseverance in you. There's a fighter on the inside of you. God created a warrior spirit on the inside of you. And I am just praying and declaring over everyone under the hearing of my voice that the Lord is breathing his life-giving breath back into you. That wherever you have felt dry and dusty of soul, he is creating a well-watered garden in those places. That your faith is being fanned back into flame and that hope is arising on the inside of you. This is your moment. This is your moment. Don't quit. Don't allow the challenges and the difficulty and the hard seasons of life to take you out. Don't allow it. Again, there's a difference between the Lord ending a season and bringing you into something different. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about becoming a woman who doesn't quit when the going gets hard, right? When the going gets hard. You are not alone. You are not alone. Like I said earlier, every single person has to face the temptation to want to quit. And you will have to face this again sometime down the road. We don't just face it once and it's a it's a one and done. You'll have to face it again. But you know what? If you choose to become a woman who doesn't quit right here, right now, when it shows up again, you will already have like a, a tenacity of faith with within you. You will already have like this courageous faith that has already been built on the inside of you that you are going to be able to face that temptation to quit with a little bit more of an emboldened faith because you didn't quit this time. Amen. 
All right. So I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. Reach out and let me know if if this was an episode for you. Reach out and let me know if that word was for you because I want to pray for you. I I just I believe in you. I believe in what the Lord is is doing on the inside of you and I so don't want you to quit. I so don't want you to quit. I'm championing you forward. I'm believing in you. I'm believing for you. There is another side to what you are going through. Yea, though I walk through the valley. Focus on that word through in Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley. There's another side to what you're going through. There's another side to what you're going through. Become a woman who doesn't quit. Amen. All right. I love you. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch you right back here. Same place next week. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.